Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in Idaho. My name is Ken Lewis, the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and in the studio today on our show is uh, the head volleyball coach at Northwest Nazarene University, Doug English. Doug, it's great to have you on the show today. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's been a couple years since I've done this, and I'm happy to be back to tell you how things are going. Yeah, you bet. Well, I'm excited. There's a lot to talk about. I, I know we, uh, we got into a lot of great stuff the last time you were here, and uh anxious to hear about the team this year at NNU and how things are going with that and just what God's doing in your life. So, so thanks for taking time to, here you are, head coach, taking time in the middle of the season to be on the radio. Yeah. I mean, this today worked out perfectly. We got back from Alaska this weekend. So we're on an overnight flight from Saturday to Sunday and it's fall break for NNU right now. So we decided to take practice off today. Everybody needed a day to get life back together. And we're finally back. We're at the point where we're home more than we're away. And so, yeah, so this worked out perfectly for us to be here. And hopefully our team's getting some rest and doing some homework. And I can do things like this. Yeah, that's great. Well, and then being in the, the great Northwest Athletic Conference, the GNAC, boy, from Billings, Montana, to yeah. Simon Fraser in British Columbia. And then you've got the both An- both Alaska schools, yeah, right? Both Fairbanks yep. and Anchorage. Yep. And then you got Seattle Pacific, yep. Western Oregon. Yep. Man, it, it's all over. It's all over. <laughs> and then both our preseason weekends we were in San Francisco and then we were down in like the Los Angeles area. So yeah, it's been it's been a pretty brutal travel start for our year so far. Wow. Yeah, and we have two trips left. We got the Simon Fraser trip in British Columbia and then we have a uh, Western Oregon and St. Martin, so like Portland area and then a little bit of Seattle. So wow. So yeah, so we're excited to be home and realize how beautiful Nampa is again. <laughs> um, and, and have some people on our side cheering for us. Yeah. Too. Well, I'm excited to talk about this and get into the season. And uh, but first, we want to talk about a few FCA events coming up. Doug, uh, we've got um, the FCA Couples Getaway, which um, is going to be up in McCall, November 12th, 13th, and 14th. And uh, folks, if you're interested, uh, if you're interested in working on the X's and O's of your marriage, um, you're welcome to go to our website fcaidaho.org and check that out and and register. And it's for um, anybody that's married. And so we're excited about that. We have uh, a couple, uh, Travis and Carol Turner, who um, Travis uh, and Carol, both uh, formerly from Nebraska. Travis is actually a former quarterback at University of Nebraska in the early 80s, and they have a a marriage ministry. They were actually with us back in 2015 uh, when we did our couples getaway. So we invited them back. And uh, so we're excited about that. And then Noah Beamer at Calvary Boise is going to be doing our worship. And uh, I looked on the schedule, Doug. You guys are out of town yeah, that we're, weekend. We're always so out of town. Invite you, you. You're just going to have to do it in the spring. We'll be. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked nice, about that. Nice <laughs> vacation for me and my wife in the spring. That'd be great. Yeah, we've talked about doing another one, kind of at the first of March, right uh-huh. after uh, State High School boys basketball tournament, oh, yeah. and uh, kind of a lull in the season. And then with the high school seasons, that's kind of why we're doing this one now. The only sport that's really going is is the state football semifinals this okay. particular weekend. Yeah, because I think volleyball is done by yeah. then. Yep. Yeah, state volleyball, uh, cross country, and soccer are all done by the end of October. And then, uh, you know, we've got uh, girls and guys basketball that are doing tryouts and stuff. And, and, and wrestling, 
high school wrestling practice doesn't start till I think that Monday, the 16th. So it's kind of a lull in there a little bit, you know, junior high seasons are all over. So we're we're kind of looking at that high school season, but we've talked about doing one in the spring just because of that. You know, there's, you know, it doesn't matter when you do it, you know, you could do it in July and and there's people. Yeah. People have conflicts all the time. Yeah. So, so, but we're excited about that. And then the other thing uh, that we've got coming up folks is the FCA uh, famous Santa Ho potato bowl, FCA breakfast. Uh, this year, the the bowl game is um, on Tuesday, December 21st. And so we're going to be doing the bowl breakfast on the 20th. And uh, so excited about that. And you, you've you been to that, right, Doug? Yeah, I think last year was the only time I haven't been. Like I've been at NU for nine years. And I think I've been for eight of the nine of them. And last year, I don't remember who the guest we, was we last year or what was going it. on. Oh, yeah. there you go. That's why I wasn't That's there. That's why, yeah. <laughs> I know ESPN and then all the leagues of these 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 uh, NCAA uh, Division One football uh, uh, leagues were um, were not really comfortable with having their players yeah. do extra stuff. So no, they basically sure. it was like a home uh, or a away game. Yeah, they flew in the afternoon or the night before. And then they played the bowl game the next day and then they would fly out. And so, but we're really excited. Kevin McDonald over there at the famous Idaho potato bowl and ESPN is all systems go. We're, we're heading. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the last one I went to was AC green. Okay. And so I was a big Laker fan growing up, growing up in Los Angeles. So that was fun to go listen to him talk and everything that that he represents. So you knew a little bit about his career. So that was pretty fun to, to listen to him. Yeah. And, and I think since then we've had Tim Brown and then we had Mike Singletary. Okay. And, uh, oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to so go to Mike Singletary. Just two hall of fame yeah. guys. Those, pretty, which those are pretty special people. Pretty cool. And, uh, um, so Chicago bear and a Raider. Yep. And, uh, in fact, they just played, uh, <laughs> this, uh, this last Sunday. So, well, Doug, you, um, have, um, been at NNU. This is your ninth season. Is that yes, right? That's correct. Wow. And before that, where did you coach? Yeah, I coached at a bunch of different places. I think God's put me in a bunch of different places around the country. So I started my career, I was a volunteer at Loyola Marymount University, which is in Southern California, kind of where I grew up. And then I was lucky enough to get a job at Fordham University, which is located in the Bronx in New York City. And that was a big life change, just going from LA to New York and being by myself. And then after that, like I worked at Boise State for three years. And then met my wife while I was there and then she wanted to go to physical therapy school. So we were looking for places where I could work and she could go to school and that led us to GW, George Washington University, which is in Washington, DC. Um, two years into that, like my boss decided to take another job and the new person who got hired didn't want to keep me as an assistant. So then I ended up up the road about two hours at the University of Delaware while my wife Mindy finished school at GW. And then when she was like, this, this is her last sem- semester in school is when the NNU job opened up and we always thought we would like end up retiring in Boise um, and never lucky enough to have our careers here. Then there's three colleges and jobs are really hard to get. But the way like things worked out, I, I got that job and then she moved out here and I got the job probably in March and then she graduated in May. And then we've been here ever since and now have two daughters that know nothing different besides life <laughs> in Idaho, which is, which is how like we, we wanted it to be. I was great. And we want to mm-hmm. be here and, and we love it here and things have turned out exactly kind of how we wanted it to, which is, which is crazy, but, but amazing. Well, that's cool. Is she from here? No, she's from Denver. She, okay. she's from the Denver area, but went to Boise state and played volleyball at Boise state Okay. before I was a coach there. We met cause she was alumni and around and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. And then it just turned out that we, we like each other. We love each other, <laughs> love Boise. And then now we're here doing life. Wow. So you got two daughters. Yep. What, uh, what are some of the things you guys like to do and why, why Idaho for you guys? 
I think we the reason we like Idaho is we're both pretty active outdoors. The weather is great. So whether in the winter we're I mean trying to ski or snowboard, which we haven't done as much with our kids being younger. Um, our kids are finally old enough to go on family bike rides, uh, get up to like the hot springs, go on hikes in the foothills, try and mountain bike in the foothills, just any of that type of stuff. I mean, we're all all for doing. We also just like, I mean, our girls just like being outside and, and mm-hmm. running around and doing crazy stuff. So, so yeah, all that stuff is what we've been doing a lot of. Couple questions then. So, what your, what's your top two hot hot springs? We've only been to one, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. But it's in Banks, I think. And you head out to the right, and it's off of a campground. You got to hike about a quarter mile, and I can't oh, yeah. think okay. of the name of the, I can't yeah. think of the name of it off the top of my head. But that one has been has been great. It's been perfect for for our family. And my mm-hmm. wife and I have gone just once us, and then we've taken our family maybe like the day after Thanksgiving. That's been kind of a little yeah. tradition that we started is to go get away on on uh, that Friday where everybody's supposed to be shopping. We're going to go out and. Uh, go play in the nature. Yeah, I was reading the other day uh, that Idaho has uh, more, I think double what Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia have in terms of hot springs. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And there's some in those states as well, but yeah. obviously, it, you know, yeah, our family loves getting those too. What are your two favorites? Well, we've like Gold Fork, and we've also, for a long time, we used to go to the one up out of Loman. And okay. um, so those are Kirkham hot springs and then uh we've been to few bergdorf we like bergdorf that's changed and then of course idaho city been going to idaho city that one's more of the pool yeah that one we haven't done and um. uh, and it's kind of changed it used to you know it's 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 uh it's changed kind of you know uh the way they they do things so but anyway yeah there's there's several around and then there's a there's a couple that are uh they're uh, off to tell you about off the air. So okay. I, you know, cause they're, they're getting more popular, yeah. right? And see, Pine, Pine flat is the name of the oh, one that we, we've oh, gone okay, to. That's yeah. where we've gone. And one, there's the one up between Pine and Featherville that we've liked too. Okay. And uh, so that's yeah, nice. fun places to go in yeah. the winter. So, Definitely. okay. So skiing or snowboarding. What, I'm a snowboarder. Um, my dad recently moved to like the park city area. He's in Midway, Utah, and they go to Deer Valley, which is a skier only resort. So I've tried to learn to ski to go with him, but it's not going as well as my snowboarding. So they're, they're still they're still uh, discriminating against snowboarders. Yes, they are. We're a bunch of punks over here. <laughs> How long have you been snowboarding? Since I moved to Idaho the first time, which was probably 2005. So yeah, so just picked it up. I didn't do it when I was younger, but then yeah, 2005, the rest of the volleyball staff loved doing it. So anytime there was like a snow day, they're like, let's go get up on the mountain. So oh, it was a great, great, it was great. Also, I mean, just show me how you can enjoy oh, like, I, the Idaho and life and still be a good coach at the same time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we've, as our FCA staff, we've the last couple of years, we've done some ski and snowboard days. And yeah. so those have been fun. And uh, so I snowboard as okay. well. And, and uh, my wife does and my kids do. So we were skiers. We converted over oh, really? okay. when my daughters were wanting to, check it out this is when they're about i don't know fourth fifth sixth okay. seventh grade something like that so yeah my oldest she's seven and she's finally to the point where she can do something like that but we'll probably start her on skis and then see see what happens but yeah hopefully yeah. this this winter we'll get up there with her wow that's great well yeah it, it is it is a blessing from the lord that we live here and mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of great things going on and and um i know last time you were you were in which was actually a couple years ago and uh uh, two and a half years ago, we talked about a lot of different things. You got to share a little bit of your testimony and and how God got you into coaching. And and folks, if you are just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete, visiting with head volleyball coach at Northwest Nazarene University, Doug English. Uh, Doug, tell us a little bit about your team this year and how the season's going and um, 
I know, like you mentioned earlier, you guys have been a lot of away games. You've played some super tough teams too, and nationally ranked. And so it's been a, it's been kind of a, a brutal yeah, start I, of the season. I think we all had pretty high expectations coming into this year because we felt like we we were or we are a good volleyball team. I think what we didn't realize is that the schedule that we played, we were playing a lot of teams that are better than us, <laughs> and sometimes you have no control over that. Um, and so, yeah, I think right now we might be two and twelve. But every time we leave someplace, like, man, you guys are the best 2-10 and 10 or 2-11 and 11 <laughs> team or 0-7 in conference team that we've seen. So that's the battles that we're fighting right now as we're trying to figure out how to not let the 2-12 and 12 results affect our effort and competitiveness and, mm -hmm. and ways to get better. And so, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think just circumstances and I think COVID in a lot of ways has helped teams stay good because a lot of people returned and came back. So when normally people would graduate and then you kind of like lose people by attrition and you get better that way as your team's younger, our team's still slightly younger and yeah. everybody else, nobody graduated. So we're still a little bit behind, even though we're pretty competitive, but we played, yeah, I think our last, we've played probably four matches, our last four matches, or last four of our last five matches are teams that have been either in the top 25 or receiving votes for top 25. And we've learned that we're not a top 25 team. We might be a top 50 team, but when you play a bunch of top 25 teams, you end up two and 12. Right, right. Well, I'm looking at the roster too. Like you said, you've got a lot, there's a lot of freshmen or redshirt freshmen on here. There's some sophomores too. Tell us a little bit about your team this year. Yeah, I think one of the fun things about our team this year is, yeah, we have a bunch of people that are going through this for the first time. I think we have four or five freshmen and then, or four or five, that would be sophomores that are redshirt freshmen that didn't really get a season last year. And mm -hmm. um, some other kids, the probably three brand new freshmen. And so, yeah, I mean, the makeup is it's, it's new to more people than what you remember. Like, I mean, just right. going on trips or figuring out how to manage life in season um, and talk to professors and get your homework done on the road and all that stuff is just... Yeah, it's new, I think. But we have, I mean, I think a really great group of girls that are like, our, I mean, our core values for a team is we're trying to be loving, we're trying to be gritty, um, and we're trying to be reliable. And so we got a bunch of loving and gritty girls. Um, and you can tell because we're two and 12 and we're still fighting right now. Right. Um, and the chemistry on our team is really good. I mean, we're trying to figure out how to sacrifice for each other and put each other in front of us. And, mm -hmm. and those have been some of the themes that we we're talking about this year. And then yeah, and so and we're we're doing it, and just hopefully it can translate into some wins as we're home for the second half of, mm -hmm. of our season right now. Yeah, that'll be really helpful, especially with the young team, and 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 since they are youngsters <clears throat> for for the most part, um, boy, their high school seasons probably their junior senior year of their high school seasons kind of got disrupted as well. Although they yeah, might be playing true. club, right? Yeah, I think for a lot of them, a lot of the girls that are here as freshmen this year they went through the last year with a high school season and a club season the group before them that are sophomores this year probably didn't get a high school season and then got club at the end it's mm -hmm. kind of i think how how it how it ended up if i remember off the top of my head right but yeah it was yeah right. it just kind of and then you come to college and your first year is just yeah we played we practiced in the fall and then ended up playing in the spring in the spring but there was no NCAA tournament. Our conference didn't sponsor volleyball for last year. So it was, it's just very different how you travel, who you play. Um, and even just the stakes and the pressure a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there wasn't a, there wasn't anything necessarily a, a, a conference tournament right. or a opportunity to go to that or yeah. to go to the nationals. So when did your season go in, in the, in the spring of 2021? Um, yeah. So we, did you heading start in March? Through, no, or? we started, well, heading up in, 
up and through Christmas, up until probably Martin Luther King weekend, um, we had been told that the GNAC was going to sponsor volleyball in the fall. Martin Luther King weekend, they decided they weren't going to sponsor volleyball. <laughs> um, and so that's like, that's, I mean, that's pretty late where you're like, oh, we don't have a schedule. And everybody else pretty much started in that weekend in January. So we came back thinking we were going to start up in March because that was going to be best for Oregon and Washington. Um, but once they decided to not sponsor it, then, I mean, we had to get on the scheduling of different people. And so we got to go play at Eastern Washington, play at Idaho State. We went to Fairbanks and saw the Northern Lights in the spring, which was probably one of the highlights of our <laughs> our time at NNU Volleyball in nine years. It was amazing. Wow. Which they're in our conference, but it was just, and then they came down to us. And, and so, yeah, so we went from not really having a season, not sure what was going on to like, okay, guys, we're starting practice tomorrow and we're going hard for for probably let's see january till beginning of april um we probably got 15 matches in which is about half of what we would get in a normal season this year i think we're playing 28 or so yeah it it went from like not knowing what was going on to we're starting practice we're not sure who we're going to play but we're starting practice and then we're going to work on a schedule and find a schedule and even still the schedule changed throughout the year is sometimes we had to go a weekend before or sometimes things happen so we had to go a week earlier just kind of it was it was an interesting an interesting thing you had to be on your toes didn't you you do and for somebody <laughs> who likes to be prepared and have a routine it was really really hard to get through <laughs> well i i would imagine even like because of you your red shirt freshmen your sophomores i mean they even had a shortened college season mm-hmm. last year so that's affected some of the just that playing time so yeah and I mean, another way that it affected everybody too, that was a big difference this year was just the relationships that you build. So, I mean, you come in, usually you come in and we have, you know, we're traveling a lot or we'll do team retreats or we're spending a lot of time together in the preseason. Last year, there's no retreats. There's just, you know, practice. Basically we didn't travel in the fall. And so I think the relationships were behind a little bit too. And so Mm -hmm. this year it's nice to have those, that those things back. And that's one of the things that, I mean, Obviously, we play to win volleyball games, um, but you're also playing along the people that are going to be in your weddings and the people that are going to be your best friends and have your back for the rest of your life. And so that, I think, was missing a little bit last year. And then there was a little bit of, not divide, but you have the people that had been in the program that knew each other really well. And then the new group, the new they didn't get the opportunity to have right. to build those relationships as strongly at that time. I think yeah. it's gotten to the point where it's really good right now, but at the time. Um, we, we, you weren't able to do it. We weren't recommended to do it and chose not to do it. Right. As a coach, I remember we talked a lot about this when we're going through 3d coaching, but that team cohesion Mm -hmm. and those kinds of things, the things you're talking about right now, it's, it's so important for any team and, uh, way challenging. Well, Doug, tell me a little bit about the blessings that you've seen God give you guys in spite of. (laughs) <laughs> all these challenges that we talked about. What have you seen God do on your team and, and with you and your coaching staff? Because I know your coaching staff, you got actually a couple of local gals, uh, Jesse, who went to Nap Christian mm-hmm. and went went away to play her college years. And then Haley, who's a local gal who played both here yeah. and, and coached with you. Yeah, Tell us about the blessings that you've seen God do and the cool things God's doing on your team. Well, Jesse had a baby two days ago. Um, and that's a huge blessing and life change for her and her husband. And just to see when, how she came back to NNU. Um, and then what God's done since she's been at NNU is she's met Ellie and now they have a baby and just her family has just done Hmm. amazing things for our program. So, I mean, that in itself, I mean, that has been, it's been, that is a huge blessing right there. And then I think through 
one of the interesting things through COVID is like we weren't able to recruit as much. And so the kids that are coming right now, I think, are really good mission fits for NNU because they're interested in the school and the lifestyle and, and everything that it represents. Whereas before, like when you go out and visit, like I don't think we weren't pick, picky is the wrong word. I mean, it's just been crazy. The people that have written us have really been good fits for NNU. And I think that's a huge blessing when we're trying to, you know, promote Jesus through volleyball, that we have people who, who want to be here and want to hear that message and, and yeah. want to listen, I think, more more than we have before. And so I think that's been a huge part of it. And then just, I mean, just the support of everybody's families on our team, whether whatever it is that, that we need has been, they've come through for for anything, whether it was like we're trying to raise, or just raise money for our season last year because we weren't sure, like, your budgets get cut a little bit. We weren't sure if you're going to make it. Oh, we yeah. end up having a surplus and able to do like our, like redo our locker room in, in a way. And so like, like little things like that have just been, mm-hmm. been huge blessings for, for us. And the other thing is now after not going through it for a year, you just realize how much you, you love like competing and traveling and playing. Cause you don't like right. it's taken away from you. It's kind of nice every once in a while. And everybody's like, man, would life be better without volleyball sometimes? And then you had it. And then now coming back, like everybody's, excited to to be a part of it and excited to have fans in the stands and even get heckled like no one really likes getting heckled but now <laughs> man you're kind of grateful for those people yelling at you in the stands <laughs> what what is volleyball heckling like when you're when you're on the road here in the g-neck yeah so i mean we have two sisters on our team so every once in a while you're here oh your sister's better than you <laughs> or, or things, you know just I mean, things things like that i mean it's, depends wow. on the school depends on the place but generally it's good hearted and generally it's pretty fun. Wow. That's cool. Well, you know, you're talking about your, your, your gals that on your team, your athletes that are good fits with volleyball. And we've had a great tradition of having a few of those gals every year help out at SCA camp. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to more of that. I know Molly helped out last year. Yeah. There and, There's uh, one I was thinking before we hadn't had a lot that have helped out at FCA camp, but Molly, Molly was there and helped. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so that was really cool. And then I've gotten to know her dad, Jeff. Yep. And, uh, uh, what a blessing he actually, he was at, at camp as well. And, okay. and uh, Jeff, uh, teaches out there at South Junior High in, in Napa and, uh, played baseball at Nebraska. So it's yeah. been fun to get to know him. And then I got to meet his wife, Molly's mom. Uh-huh. And so, and I'd heard, you know, about her for years, you know, or, you know, uh, and her coaching. And but yeah, she goes to Skyview for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, I think one of the things that's really fun about our roster, is we have a lot of girls from Idaho yeah. and even girls who aren't from Idaho, their parents have moved to Idaho since like, since they've come to NNE, like really? Taylor Markland, for example, she's from Cave Creek, Arizona. And then mm. since she committed, her parents have now, they now live in Cuna. So it feels like she's here <laughs> and it's kind of weird hearing your cave, you know, Taylor Markland from Cave Creek, Arizona, but there's a lot of, a lot of local girls around, which I think is fun. I think, I mean, just speaks to how good the volleyball in the area is there's a lot of girls that are able to play some play college volleyball and we're happy to get the ones that come want to come play for us oh, that's cool so you're recruiting you're recruiting families now <laughs> we are we are yeah natalie and helen are yeah they've well actually i mean my wife and i used to coach 12 year old volleyball so we actually coached helen when she was 12 oh, and i coached her again when she was 15 and then now she's in our program at nnu so it's fun time and it's just fun to have two good wow. kids and be involved in the volleyball community where you know, you get a lot of reference and we, I mean, we want kids that are going to work hard. We want kids that are going to love each other and sacrifice for each other. And he like said, someday I think it's going to turn into wins, but we're not there. We're not there at the moment this season. Wow. Well, Doug, man, the time is going by so fast and I, uh, sure appreciate you taking time to come and be on heart of the athlete today. And I know, um, when I get to, you know, when people, when we talk about NNU and what God's doing in the athletic program over there and the coaches that are over there and, 
um, and what you guys and what you're doing and your staff is doing to pour into your athletes. I know it's not just volleyball. It's about relationship with Christ. It's about, I mean, I don't know how many times you've gotten Bibles, FCA Bibles to give away to your team yeah. from us. And, and you get new, you know, somebody that doesn't have a Bible or whatever. They don't have this study athlete study Bible. And, and just the things that you've done. Um, I just love telling people about how the coaches at NNU uh, invest into their athletes, not just to be a better athlete, to get better at the X's and O's of their sport, but also um, discipleship and the relationship with Jesus. And uh, and you're at the top of that list. And we sure, so so appreciate me being an alumni, having wrestled there. It's just, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. And I love telling people about what you guys do. Well, awesome. So. Thanks for the great compliment. I mean, it starts with our leadership, Joel Pearsall, our president. He models that for us. Kelly Lindley, our athletic director, does the same. And then, yeah, right now, we have a great group of coaches who are able to integrate both their faith and then win, win games. And so that's, I mean, don't, I think sometimes you think investing in athletes is going to help you, is not going to lead to winning games. And I think right now it's the exact opposite. Right. Um, and so I think that's one of the things our staff is doing, our coaching staff, not just volleyball, but everybody at NNU yeah. is doing an amazing job of right now. Yeah. Well, you got some home games coming up. If people are volleyball fans out there listening today, um, uh, where do they get the schedule? Yeah, go to NNUsports.com, um, click on sports, find volleyball, schedules there. Um, most of our games on Thursdays are going to be at 7, on Saturdays at 1. So we have home games. Yeah, so let's do that, and we'll hope to see you out there. Well, folks, come on out and support NNU Volleyball and Doug and the, and the staff and the girls out there, the ladies, actually. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, man, we, had, we were going to talk about some other stuff, Olympic stuff. We didn't get to that, but, man, yeah. the time's flown by. And guess that means I get to come back. That's right. Great. <laughs> well, folks, if you're interested, too, in the FCA Couples Getaway or the Bowl Breakfast, you can get more information at fcaidaho.org. So, Doug, thanks again for being a heart of the athlete. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You